the end zone, has a man open, touchdown, Justin Blackman. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Locked On Pokes. I am your host, Colby Powell. Glad everyone is with me on this weird, wild, just odd Thursday in the sports world. So much to get to today. Might get a little out in the weeds today, but it seems like the whole world's a little bit out in the weeds. So uh, I think if there ever was was a day that was appropriate for it, it is today. I want to remind everyone to head over to Twitter and follow me at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. If you were following the old Locked on Pokes Twitter account, you need to follow the new one. Still same handle at Locked on Pokes. We've done some switching around to reach more Oklahoma State fans than ever through our partnership with Boone Pick and State. Make sure you follow them as well at BP underscore state on Twitter and on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Boone Pickens State. Also, your daily reminder that this is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network in the country. You want it. We've got it covered here on Locked On. And regardless of what happens, I want to assure you, no matter what happens, if the NCAA tournament gets canceled, if the, if the grand opening at O'Bright Stadium gets canceled. If spring football gets canceled, Locked On will be with you. I will still be with you. I'm doing a show every weekday, the remainder of March, uh, and I'm still, uh, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be ripping out Locked On Pokes podcast. So have no fear uh, whether the sports go on or not. Whatever we have to do, uh, we will do. It's crazy, the news that's coming out. Obviously, uh, I, I live in Oklahoma City. I'm sure many of you live in Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Stillwater, whatever the case may be. It was very odd seeing the sporting world uh, essentially come to a halt based on an event that happened just down the road. Um, And and now just this morning, Adrian Wojnarowski is tweeting that Donovan Mitchell, the Utah Jazz star, has tested positive for the coronavirus. So uh, who knows where this is headed? But like I said, let's just just go ahead and get off a little bit into the weeds. Uh, And then I want to talk about what happened last night in Kansas City because it was a phenomenal finish to the game between Oklahoma State and Iowa State. I mean, it was truly a great back-and-forth game that had an all-timer of a finish. Um, But let's talk about what's going to happen going forward. I I tweeted this last night. Oklahoma State, unless they win the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City, is likely... NIT bound. This is clearly an NIT team. Uh, now 18 and 14 on the season, 8 and 11 in conference, wherever you throw in the win last night against Iowa State. Clearly an NIT team. Now, the NIT announced early yesterday that. Um, that the NIT would go on, but it would be played without fans. But I tweeted last night that, that I just can't see, and this was after everything happened with the Thunder and the Jazz. I tweeted last night that I just can't see the NIT being played. It, it just it doesn't make sense for me for the NIT to be played. And, and I, I'm not saying this to knock Oklahoma State. I'm not saying this to knock any other school that makes the NIT. I understand a lot of players uh, probably would love to go play in that. The NIT, quite frankly, just is not big enough of a deal to subject these unpaid athletes to the risk that come along with it. And, and yes, they're all young. They're all healthy. It's unlikely that even if they contracted the coronavirus, it would be uh, lethal to them. But what I worry about is not so much the athletes, just like, you know, I'm, I'm in my, my mid-20s. I don't worry so much about myself. I worry that I could contract it, and then unknowingly, I could have it, not have symptoms for a couple of weeks. Maybe in those two weeks, I see my 89-year-old grandpa, and, and I unknowingly give it 
to him, and then it becomes a bad situation. That is my concern. I, I don't think the NIT will be played. The the NCAA tournament may not be played. And, and here's one thing that you noticed with the NBA. The NBA was considering a lot of different things until it directly impacted them. Until Rudy Gobert tested positive, they were considering a lot of different things but did not actually take action. San Francisco had ordered the Warriors not to have fans at the game uh, that was supposed to be played tonight, but the NBA itself had not done anything just yet until it directly affected them. So, good on the NBA for shutting down the season, but the NBA was reactionary. They waited until one of their players tested positive for coronavirus to shut it down, e- even knowing how big of a deal this could be. Now, the, the question is, is the NCAA proactive or is the NCAA reactive? I, I know a lot of people probably don't want to hear this and a lot of people probably don't want this to happen. I don't think the NCAA tournament should be played. I just don't. I think the odds of one of those players on any of those teams having it and it potentially spreading is not worth the risk of sending people all across the country to play these tournament games. Uh, You know, sure, you can do what the NBA did. You can wait until one of these players in the tournament tests positive and you can then cancel the tournament mid-tourney because this team's been affected. Now they've got to be quarantined. Now there's no opponent for this team and now you have to shut the tournament down. So you could be reactive or you could be proactive and you could go ahead and decide look this tournament is not that important this tournament is not life and death yes it it would be awful for the teams that have a real chance to win it Baylor Baylor has its best team that it's had in a very long time if it doesn't get played it's a huge bummer for Baylor but but we're talking about real life here and and sometimes real life and sports intersect and and you have to to um, be prepared to deal with that. So we'll see what the NCAA decides to do. I, I think the sports landscape is going to look a little odd for the next couple of months, but uh, y- you know, it is what it is. Again, um, the, the PGA Tour just announced that uh, no fans the rest of the week at the Players' Championship where we have several former Cowboys, Matthew Wolf, Victor Hovland, uh, Ricky Fowler, obviously. No fans for the rest of the week at the Players. No fans next week, next week at the Valspar and likely beyond. So the sporting world is going to be looking very different. Uh, if you do have tickets to the grand opening at O'Brate Stadium, y- you know, maybe that goes on, maybe it doesn't. But again, I, I would advise you to... Try to be understanding as these leagues, as these sports, as these universities, these teams, these commissioners, try to do the best they can to handle what is an unprecedented situation. This is not something that any of them have had to deal with. This is not something that any of them were prepared to deal with. So I just, I ask that you show some patience to these leagues, these commissioners, these players, coaches, athletic directors, as they try to do their best to put the pieces together on what is an unfortunate situation. Uh, All right, that's enough of that. I'm going to come back. I'm going to talk about sports. Uh, I felt like that needed addressed, but I don't want to dwell on it. So I do want to come back. I want to talk about what happened last night in Kansas City. It was a phenomenal finish between Oklahoma State and Iowa State. I want to talk about Cowboy Baseball's uh, win yesterday. Even if there aren't any fans in the seats, uh, it looks like some things are going to go on. So uh, stay with me. I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about Oklahoma State's win over Iowa State last night in the Big 12 tournament. Keeping the season rolling on stay with me here on locked on pokes part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
Welcome back. Rolling along here on Locked on Pokes. Glad everyone is with me in these uncertain times. You can be certain that I will be with you here on Locked on Pokes. I am not going anywhere, sports or no sports. I'll just crank up this mic and have some fun. We'll relive the old days. We'll do whatever we've got to do to get ourselves through uh, these difficult times. You know, as sports fans, uh, we often look to uh, sports to just kind of have some fun and kind of relax. And, uh, you, you know, I got real serious in that first segment, but whatever happens moving forward with college athletics, with Oklahoma State athletics, I will be here uh, and I will make sure to have some fun along the way. Uh, what was fun was watching Oklahoma State and Iowa State last night, a back and forth game. Oklahoma State leads by two at halftime. Oklahoma State trails by one with eight seconds left after a wide open dunk, after a really nice move for Iowa State, gave Iowa State a one point lead and neither team had any timeouts. So now at this point, I think it might have been Yorane uh, who, who was guarding him there at the end who got dropped and led to the wide open dunk. But Isaac Likely, with such confidence, took the ensuing inbounds pass. By the way, best game Isaac Likely has had in forever, probably since he got sick. He had 21, 9, and 5. He had three steals to go along with it. 9 of 14 from the floor, made three of his five free throws. So uh, it was a phenomenal game from Isaac Likely. Sprints coast to coast, and with three seconds, lays it up, lays it in. It was so clean. It was, you know, neither team had a timeout. Iowa State, I thought, celebrated the dunk way too much with eight seconds left. It's like they get the dunk, the bench is jumping up and down, which I understand, but the guy who dunked the ball and one of the teammates who was down near the basket, that they were both trailing the play as Isaac likely headed the other direction because it's like, it's, it's like they were celebrating winning the game. I'm like, dude, you didn't dunk the ball with 0.8 seconds. You dunked the ball with eight seconds. And, and Oklahoma State had more than enough time to go down and score. Isaac Likely uh, made it look easy, quite frankly. Uh, Cam McGriff, the ensuing defensive possession, gets up and deflects one, and then Lindy Waters gets a block, even though it was kind of, I think, after uh, the clock had expired. So it was a great win for Oklahoma State because, again, you don't know what's going to happen with the NIT. There's just no way of knowing um, whether those games are going to be played, whether we're going to see Lindy Waters, Cam McGriff, uh, Thomas DeZogwa, Jonathan Laurent. We don't know if we're going to see these guys suit up again for Oklahoma State basketball. So you, you have to take advantage of every opportunity because every time Oklahoma State takes the court now, it could be the last time that we see any of these guys play. Now, uh, as we watch today against Kansas, obviously, it's a tough matchup. Tough matchup against the Jayhawks. Uh, they rock-chalked Oklahoma State a couple weeks ago. Beat them, I believe it was 83-58 to 58 in Lawrence. Uh, I mean, it was a complete drubbing. Yudoka Azubuke just went absolutely off, uh, and, and he was unstoppable. So we'll see what Oklahoma State can do today against Kansas. Last night, Cam McGriff, again, the guy is just he, – he's scoring at an unbelievable pace. His offense has been incredible over the last month. 17 points again last night to go along with eight rebounds, uh, five of 12 – from the floor for Cam McGriff. Oklahoma State shot 49.1% as a team. It was really a pretty good college basketball game. Iowa State shot 45.9%, uh, 77.3% from the line for Oklahoma State, 88.9% for Iowa State. It was, I thought, from Iowa State, a pretty inspiring performance just from the fact that Iowa State missing so much, 12-19, and 19, Pardon me, twelve and 20 going into last night's game, 5-12 uh, and 12 in conference. It, it just... 5-13 in conference, pardon me. Uh, it, it just didn't seem like Iowa State 
really had that much to play for, and yet they went out there uh, and they gave a really inspired performance. I, I was surprised. I was actually playing golf last night, and I got in the car um, whenever I got off the golf course and uh, f- finished with three birdies, by the way. Thanks. Appreciate you. Um, so I get in the car, and I turn on Hunziker, and he's like, Iowa State currently leads, whatever the case was at the time, 61-54 or 51-44. I don't, I don't remember what the score was. But I, I get in the car, and I'm thinking to myself, whoa, why is Iowa State leading this game by seven points? Is Oklahoma State really going to throw this one away when they've been playing such good basketball coming into this game? Uh, and they did not. Oklahoma State did get out-rebounded in the game 35-29, to 29, uh, but Oklahoma State does come away with the win thanks to Isaac Likely's heroics at uh, – near the buzzer, I should say. Not at the buzzer, but near the buzzer. So Oklahoma State gets the win against Iowa State. Now, it'll be interesting to see what it's like today with no fans in the arena. The Big 12 tournament has been limited now to restricted personnel, uh, pardon me, uh, to essential personnel only. And I, I don't know what that looks like for uh, for the Big 12 tournament. It, it's going to be really weird. I, I don't know. Look, Kansas, Iowa State, Kansas State, those are the schools that tend to kind of turn that place into a home court. And now without the ability to do that, I, I think you could make an argument that it helps Oklahoma State to not have Kansas fans packing that arena. Maybe as the underdog, you're able to get yourself up and, and the, the major favorites without their fans in there creating that energy, maybe they don't have that energy. So, so maybe Oklahoma State gets a little bit of an advantage over Kansas because the majority of the fans in that arena today, when that game tips around 2 o'clock, it's scheduled for 1.30. Went over this yesterday. It's stupid that it's scheduled for 1.30 because the Texas Tech-Texas game is scheduled for 11.30. We know it's going to take at least two hours, and then it's going to be 30 minutes after that before Oklahoma State tips off. Uh, so probably around 2 o'clock. It would be mostly Kansas fans, uh, and now there won't be really any fans in the arena. So it'll be very interesting. It'll be very odd to see on TV. Uh, it's going to be odd watching golf tournaments with no fans. The the whole thing is just going to be odd, but I think it's going to be kind of cool to watch. So uh, again, that game's scheduled for 1.30. I would guess it gets underway around 2 o'clock. It's on ESPN 2 if you want to watch Oklahoma State and Kansas today. Uh, And again, enjoy watching the Cowboys. I, I hate to think this way, but every time the Oklahoma State Cowboys take the floor now. It could be the last time that you see these seniors play. Uh, all right, I need to take a break. Before I do, I want to remind you to go see our friends at Simply Green Pharmacy. Simply Green Pharmacy wants to take care of you. They are looking out for their patients. It is a friendly, professional, clean environment at Simply Green Pharmacy. It's at 617 East Redbud Drive in Stillwater. Go see them. Tell them Locked on Pokes sent you. You can also visit their website, Live SGF. Dot com SGF for Simply Green Pharmacy, pharmacy with an F, S, livesgf.com. All right, glad everyone is with me. I'm going to take a break, come back on the other side, talk a little Oklahoma State baseball and update you on how the Cowboys are doing at TPC before I call it a day. Stay with me here on Locked on Pokes. Welcome 
back to Locked on Pokes. Wrapping things up here on a Thursday. Uh, day one of the post-apocalyptic sports universe, if you will. Uh, it's a weird time. Oklahoma State, uh, the, the school has moved classes online in light of the coronavirus. Uh, spring break is going to be very extended. So uh, just a couple news and notes before we talk uh, a little Oklahoma State baseball. Drew Brown has signed with the Canadian Football League's Winnipeg Blue Bombers. This is awesome for Drew Brown. Uh, you, you know, he came in the last few games, did well, beat West Virginia on the road, and uh, was a good contributor for Oklahoma State. And everybody, you know, Mike Gundy and everybody talked about his work ethic, you know, how hard he works. Spencer Sanders and he seem to be just pretty much best friends. Really happy for Drew Brown to be getting uh, an opportunity at the next level in the Canadian Football League, uh, which is good stuff. Uh, Cade Cunningham, Oklahoma State signee, number one player in the country, has now won the Naismith High School Player of the Year Award. He is the number one recruit in the country. He is a McDonald's All-American, and now he is the Naismith High School Player of the Year, and he is headed to Stillwater. He will be in Stillwater, and uh, there will be big expectations for Oklahoma State come next season. Cannot wait to wait, watch Cade Cunningham play. Uh, Leslie O'Neill, former Cowboy, will be inducted into the 2020 College Football Hall of Fame class. Leslie O'Neill becomes the sixth former OSU star to join the College Football Hall of Fame. So big congratulations to Leslie O'Neill. Uh, I think that that is just about all the news and notes that we need to cover. Uh, All right, let me get the scores to load here. We'll do a little TPC rundown of the Cowboys. Uh, Only one of the Cowboys currently on the course. That is Ricky Fowler. And Ricky just has not been playing very good golf lately. Ricky is one over through eight now at one of the biggest tournaments of the year. Matthew Wolf not yet teed off. Uh, Victor Hovland and he will be in the same group. That'll be at 12-18 our time, central time. So 1-18 local time at Ponte Vedra Beach in Florida at TPC at Sawgrass. And then Taylor Gooch will go to 11th minute. Obviously, Victor Hovland got the win a few weeks ago, uh, the win in the opposite field event. But Taylor Gooch has been playing as good a golf as any former Oklahoma State Cowboy. He's certainly been playing better than Ricky. win, which I understand. The win is the big deal, but uh, aside from just that one week, Gooch has been much more consistent. So Taylor Gooch, the local product out of Carl Albert, has been playing some really, really good golf. Oklahoma State baseball was on the diamond once again at Alley P yesterday against St. Louis, and the Cowboys won that one 7-1. to one. It was not the home run fest that we saw on Tuesday night, but it was a solid game from Oklahoma State. They, they did it uh, a lot of different ways. Uh, Trinkle had a single, couple RBIs. Campbell had a double in the third inning, couple RBIs. Oklahoma State scored four in the third, scored the other three all in the seventh. Uh, Alex Garcia walked in a run, uh, bases full of Cowboys, and walked. And then uh, Garcia stole second. McCusker stole home and scored scored uh, in that one as well. So Caden Trinkle had two RBIs. Justin Campbell had three RBIs. There were only five RBIs for the second seven runs uh, because Oklahoma State scored two runs on a fielding error and a steal of home. 
On the mound, it was C.J. Varela getting the win. He's now 3-0 and on the season with a phenomenal ERA. Uh, should keep his ERA under one, I believe. He had one earned run in five innings pitched last night. So C.J. Varela off to a great start to the season. Uh, ben Leeper got on the mound just a little bit in that one last night and pitched well. So Oklahoma State wins a couple against St. Louis and now moves to 13-5 and on the season. The Cowboys back in action tomorrow. Weird two-game uh, midweek series. So the Cowboys back in action tomorrow, assuming nothing happens to the baseball schedule, for a three-game homestand against Fresno State Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the final game at Ali P. Reynolds Stadium. As college baseball season rolls along, uh, make sure, speaking of rolling, that you head up to Simply Green Pharmacy in Stillwater, 617 East Red Bud Drive. Uh, you're looking for some stuff to get you through these hard times. Maybe there will be March Madness, maybe there won't be, but there will be Simply Green Pharmacy. You can find them online at livesgf.com. You need to check out their website uh, where you can check out a lot of their specials as well as their patient drives. Simply Green Pharmacy, $20 hats and t-shirts. They've got a puff and paint coming up. So uh, you want it, they've got it at Simply Green Pharmacy in Stillwater. Glad everyone was with me today. Uh, If you have any thoughts on anything I said, agree or disagree, uh, about anything with the NCAA tournament, uh, being proactive as opposed to reactive. I- anything I said, you just want to talk sports, you want to talk gambling, whatever the case may be, you want to talk golf, hit me up on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. Uh, I love hearing from y'all. I love, I love talking with you on social media. So uh, hit me up. We'll talk about whatever is on your mind in these weird times in the world of sports. Thanks so much for listening. That's all for today's show. Now tell your smart device to tune over to Locked on Dreams. Draft dudes. You can listen to just about anything here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And with the NFL draft coming up, listen to Locked On Draft Dudes. That is all for today. I am out of here. Everyone, wash your hands and have a great day.